Welcome to the Sports Experience. Da -da -da. Welcome to the Sports Experience, and the Chiefs beat the Patriots, yes, in an ugly, ugly win. You know, they don't all have to be pretty as long as they win. The Chiefs just beat the Patriots 26-10, and we're going to be recapping that today. The Chiefs moved to 4-0 and on the season, marking the first time in NFL history that a team has gone 4-0 and in four consecutive seasons. Yeah! Good Chiefs! Now, the Patriots fall to 2-2, and and I've, their two wins were against the Miami Dolphins and the Oakland Raiders. So, I mean... And their two losses have been against the Chiefs and the Seahawks. So their two wins have been against some of the worst teams, but their two losses have been to some of the best teams. So it's kind of telling, I guess, that they're a mediocre team, which is what everyone thought they would be. But let's talk about the game. Because this game, you know, almost the entire time, I thought to myself, oh no, this is exactly like the Chargers game. Because it was for most of the game. The, Char the Chiefs, you know, they didn't play good at all. Their offense just couldn't get things clicking. I don't understand what it was. You know, the routes were off. Mahomes' throws were off. Like, he made a couple of throws where I was like, Mahomes, are you okay? And then Harrison Butker. What was what is up with Harrison Butker? Last week, I gave him a pass because he was like, oh, you had a great game last week. That's fine. But this week, he missed an extra point. And he didn't make two field goals, but he missed an extra point. And his one other extra point was so close. Like, it was so close to not making it. You know, it's making me wonder, like, is he okay? Is, is there something wrong here? Because he... It's very un-Harrison Butker-like. And, you know, I'm used to Harrison Butker having almost 100% consistency, which is not a lot of teams can say. But it's just weird seeing a guy like Harrison Butker struggle. But I guess everybody has bad games, which is why Patrick Mahomes had this game. You know, it's funny that I say Patrick Mahomes had a bad game, but he had 236 yards and two touchdowns. It's like, yeah, that's a bad game for Mahomes. It's, it's pedestrian numbers for Mahomes, I guess what I'm trying to get at. You know, the Chiefs started out the game, you know, they dominated. They ran through the Patriots, got all the way down to the red zone, and couldn't capitalize. That's fine. Let's get a three. Kick three, boom. Hoyer came out, was very inaccurate. If you didn't know the whole story, which I wish I could have covered, but I was visiting family. But Cam Newton goes down with coronavirus. It's announced Friday. Everybody starts scrambling. Oh, what are we going to do? They can't travel. This game's gone. This game's gone. We're going to have an early bye week. Well, luckily... None of the other New England Patriots who came in contact with Pam, Cam Newton, none of them tested positive, which is amazing. And that's why we were able to play this Monday night game. This game was pushed back, and the Patriots flew in today to play today on Monday. I'm reporting this Monday, October 5th. You're seeing this Tuesday, October 6th. Happy Tuesday. And the Patriots had to fly in and play the same day. That's got to be so taxing. I am tired after a flight. And... To think that, you know, take the normal tiredness of having to fly and then going and trying to beat somebody in a football game where you're getting smacked around and hit and punched. You know, that's got to be that's got to be super taxing on your body. I can't even imagine trying to do that. But the Patriots, you know, luckily none of them got tested positive coronavirus. They moved it back to Monday night on CBS. And, you know, I was really glad that the Chiefs were able to win, but it was an ugly game. I think it proved to everyone, though. Here's my thoughts that it proved to everyone that the Chiefs are going to have some bad games. They're going to they're going to have bad games, but it also proved to everyone that the Chiefs are able to fight through it and that they're able to win during those bad games. They can come through and they're able to win during those bad games. You know, the the Patriots started Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer is a longtime journeyman in the NFL, and if you didn't know what journeyman mean, it's the journeyman means, essentially, they've been on a lot of teams. They go around and they bounce to bounce to bounce to other teams. They journey to other teams, kind of. And Brian Hoyer 
is tied with Fitzmagic as the second most uh, teams in the NFL for a quarterback. That's crazy. And he's been around the Patriots system a lot. He's been cut. He's been resigned. He's been cut. He's been resigned. He's he knows the Patriots system, which is why I think they started him because they got he had belief in the system. However, he came out and he was widely inaccurate. He missed nine throws, and almost all of them he missed were high. He was missing wide open targets, but they were high. They were going over to the players, and that's actually how he threw his first interception to Juan, Horth- Thor- Juan Thornhill. You know, it was a great pick by Juan Thornhill, but it was also a bad throw by Brian Hoyer. And I think Jared Sims is probably going to be the starter moving forward. So, let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Brian Orr comes out, bad drive, okay? Then the Chiefs go out, and they have an amazing drive. They storm down the field, but can't get it done in the red zone. And that's where you start thinking, uh-oh, if the Chiefs can't finish, this is going to be a low-scoring game, and I don't want it to turn to a low-scoring game. Not with our defense. Not with our defense. So, they go down, kick another field goal. And now it's 6-0. Ryan Hoyer comes out, throws an interception. Yeah, yeah, he threw an interception. But then, then the Chiefs just couldn't capitalize off that. They couldn't. They got stalled out in midfield, and Mahomes was making throws. And he was like, "Are you Patrick Mahomes? Because the throws that you are making are very un-Patrick Mahomes. Like, you know, Patrick Mahomes had 19 and 29, 236 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. A very pedestrian game for Patrick Mahomes. Clyde Edwards-Helaire, okay game." 16 carries, 64 yards, only probably four consec- four good runs by- on his part. You know, it was he was very successful in the pitch game, which I thought was positive. You know, Travis Kelsey on his birthday had three receptions for 70 yards. One of them was like a huge 40-yard gain, which was cool to watch. Over-the-shoulder catch, it was fun. You know, the at one time, the Patriots were very close. They made it 10-13 to 13 going into the fourth quarter. And, and I started to get worried. I did. But... Luckily, 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 Brian Hoyer comes down, fumbles. He fumbles in the he fumbles in the red zone thanks to Taco Charlton. Taco Charlton came across, punched the ball out on a strip sack. Boom, we recover the ball. They don't score, which was a huge boost. This ended up getting Brian Hoyer benched from the game. In comes Jared Stidham, the guy everybody thought would start until they picked up Cam Newton. Now, Jared Stidham starts, and he makes... Three throws. Three throws. His first throw, five-yard completion. Second throw, incomplete. Third throw, he throws super deep. Picked off by Tyron Matthew at, like, the five-yard line. Uh-oh, there's a flag. Pass interference call on Tyron Matthew, which gives them the ball at, like, the 10-yard line. Man, that was a ticky-tack call, in, on my opinion. You know, it was a bad, bad call. Because, at the very least, I think he should have been holding. Because there was contact. I'll admit that. There was contact. But... I don't think it should have. I don't think it should have been pi because the contact happened before the throw. That's holding, not not pi. That's holding. Now the other controversial call that happened in this game is when Patrick Mahomes was getting sacked and he loses the ball before he goes down. It's he definitely loses the ball before he touches the ground. That's definite. The Patriots pick it up, take it all the way back to down to the five yard line. Now all of Chiefs Kingdom is panicking. We're all panicking. Because at this point, it's a turnover. They're going to score. They're going to take the lead. But all the officials are pointing on the ground, saying that, no, he actually, you know, he was wrapped up. Forward progress. He's actually down. And the entire world exploded. Mainly the Patriots world. I saw a lot of angry Patriots fans on the internet at that moment. Because everybody was screaming, how could you make that call? He was most definitely not down. He was definitely not throwing that ball. What is the logic there? And I personally don't know the logic because that was definitely a fumble. You know, it was I. 
you heard of your. I mean, it was definitely, definitely a fumble. I don't know what the ref saw. I mean, the only thing I could think of is that maybe he was down. Like maybe he hits the grass. Because what the the ref like assistant that they have on CBS, they're talking about how well if he's wrapped up and he's going on the grass, then you know technically they call it dead. But he he wasn't. He wasn't dead. So I don't know how you could justify stopping the play right there. I mean, it was just a bad call that really cost the Patriots maybe the game. Now everybody besides that, all the Patriots fans are screaming, "Well, what if we had Cam Newton? I mean, we would have won that game if we had Cam Newton." And, you know, you might be right. You might be right. You know, we could run through what-if situations all day. You know, what if that play is not called dead? What if that play is just allowed to play? Then the Patriots might win. What if Cam Newton doesn't test positive for coronavirus? Then the Patriots might win. You know, we can run through what-if situations all the time. How about this? What if your player doesn't horse collar Patrick Mahomes and pushes him out of bounds? What if your player doesn't give him a first down doing that? Do you think you'd win? Probably. You know, what if Tyron Matthew isn't called for a ticky-tack call in the end zone? You know, we'd probably win then, too. You know, we can do what-if situations all day. Damien Harris had a great game for the Patriots. He had 17 carries for 100 yards. He was burning the Chiefs defense, who was sorely missing Chris Jones. Chris Jones was out with a groin injury, and, you know, we definitely missed him, especially in the pass-rushing game. But Taco Charlton really stepped up, and I was really impressed with his production. You know, I, I don't know. I don't remember if we talked about Jared Siddham's interceptions, but we are going to right now. Jared Siddham came into the game and he threw one pick where it just tipped off Julian Elman's hands. He dropped it and it went right into the hands of Tyron Matthew, caught it, and returned it for a pick six. This gave the Chiefs new life and this essentially gave the Chiefs the game. The Chiefs won off of that. The second of Jared Stim's interceptions was happening in garbage time. You know, they were trying to make a comeback. You threw it deep. It was underthrown ball, poorly thrown, picked off by Rashad Fenton. And can I say one thing about Rashad Fenton? I like the guy. I like personality. You know, he, he's a good player, but he celebrates like he just saved somebody for being shot at the most tame of plays. He tackled somebody out of bounds at one play in the game, and he acted like he had just taken a bullet for somebody. It's crazy the celebrations he'll do, like he just saved the world. Like, guess here you go, that big man. I, I like Frank Clark, the Sharks antics. Like, he's he's very out there. He's very loud. He's very obnoxious, which I like. You know, Quan Thornhill had a great game. He had five tackles for one interception. And, you know, the player I'm really impressed with, and I think shows a lot of potential, is Tedrick Thompson. Tedrick Thompson had two tackles today. You know, not a huge lot of performance. He's a rookie that we just picked up. But he is hard-hitting. He is fast, and he is dangerous. He hits so hard. I It's insane to watch. Like, Drew Allman was coming across the middle, and you could tell. Tedrick Thompson's eyes lit up, and he hit him with such a huge force. It was it was insane, you know? And I think Tedrick Thompson is one of those guys that Andy Reid could definitely mold into being a very, very elite safety. And I think one that we can definitely use in the future. All right, one more thing that I want to do is highlight two players from both sides of the ball on the Chiefs team or on the winning team in the Chiefs games and give my take on the two players of the game on both sides of the ball. It's going to be a new segment I do for all the Chiefs games, you know, from the winners. I'm not going to do it for the Patriots. It's two players I want to highlight from the offense and from the defense. On the offensive side of the ball, it was kind of hard because the offense really wasn't clicking. I'd say Miko Hardman is one of the players who gets the – best player of the game word on offense and because he had some good plays rushing the ball and he caught a pass where he just turned on the jets and ran i think he can be great however he had some 
questionable punt returns in which he fair caught a ball where nobody was in 50 feet, and one where he almost dropped the ball and where it would have given the Patriots the ball at the one-yard line, which would not have been ideal. But I think he had a good enough game to warrant me giving that award. Then it's Patrick Mahomes, because even on an off day, he's still Patrick Mahomes. Now, on the defensive side of the ball for the Chiefs, there's not even a question. I'm going to give this award to Juan Thornhill and Taco Charlton for that strip sack. And his name is Taco. I mean, he has to. And he gets that award solely because he was pretending to eat an invisible taco. How could he not get this award for best player of the game? Then I put Juan Thornhill, only because of his interception. I really was impressed by him and his production, especially coming off that ACL. Yep. Thank you so much for watching. And always remember, go Chiefs. And, and, and beat the Raiders. Thank you so much for participating on the Disney ride that I like to call a podcast, The Sports Experience. Go Bulldogs! Cheers!